Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode, part of my dear spiritual child letter. Yeah, we're beginning number part 28. I'm going to scoop my chair just a little closer to the microphone. So if I look different, you'll know why. There. I hope that's a little better for you. We're beginning, as I said, number part 28. We've been working through the letter that was dictated to me in many portions and many ways for you. So you would hear the heart, the love of a wonderful heavenly father for you. And he wants to welcome you right now here in the Garden of Eden, his place of his presence and delight, where you can live in it, if you can stand it, it's pretty powerful. Takes us all a while spiritually to be in that powerful presence. But welcome. Now, you know I'm sitting in my living room with no green screen. And I'm using a motion video by Pixabay. Thank you, Pixabay. And you know why I don't use the green screen? too cumbersome, too big, too expensive. I just love sitting down, turning on my Zoom Pro, finding the right motion video, and recording so much easier. So please, if something happens around my hair, or I point my hand and it disappears, that's because there's no green screen. And I hope you will understand I'm trying to work on a low budget. I'm just one person here in my living room that does this. I do the recording, do the editing, do the reviewing, do the uploading to YouTube. All by myself. Yeah, I had to learn. I had a wonderful IT department to help me. They show me, they teach me, and then I learn how to do it myself. Most of my IT department just does the behind the scenes on the website. And they're a teacher to me. I had to learn. I don't try to get into all the social media platforms. Some of it is because they're not right with God. They're evil. But God has been reaching out to many of them through me, through this letter. They're becoming my children. The leaders and the CEOs of many social media platforms. And they come to me. And they ask me what they should do about this or this person or this topic. And I turn them over to the Lord. Sometimes I am allowed to give them wise counsel. And then to go back to their board of directors. And then sometimes I just tell them, pray. And ask God, he will direct you. Mm -hmm. This is an outreach ministry globally. Out into the realm of the spirit. Where you are right now. Because you're having an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. With me. We're in the garden. Look around you. See the plants waving at you and smiling. Can you see them blowing kisses to you? The animals winking at you. They're wanting to hold your hands and put their arms around you and sit right next to you. And they're wanting to give you a big kiss. 
Yes, donkeys can kiss you. And ducks. All the other creatures. Some of them look a little strange. But they are all gods. Here in the garden, you are their king. Might be a baby. Called a prince. But they expect you to grow and learn to help them. And eventually spread this Garden of Eden all over the planet Earth. Now, it won't be on this stuff, that thing outside the garden. That's a cursed planet. It has demons in the ground, in the earth, and the waters. It has blood shield. Blood has been spilt on it. It's an angry planet. We violate it. Abuse it. And then we expect it to be nice and kind. Ain't going to happen. So one day in the near future, don't know when, this earth, even this dirt, will be wrapped up and pass away. This earth will be folded up as an old garment. How? Maybe the sun will explode. Or things will get out of balance in the galaxy and planets will run into planets. But this earth will be destroyed. Now, we won't be on it if you're one of his. And if you're not one of his, you still won't be on it. You'll be someplace else. And then while we're all getting judged and we're all being looked at by the judge of the universe and all the title, all the everlasting covenant is being spoken of, spoken about, read aloud. To determine if we can receive it as a qualified recipient of his, the heavenly father's everlasting covenant. Those who are not qualified, they will be sent to outer darkness. That means outer ignorance. Maybe some planet out in a far, far galaxy. But we'll have to go get them later. Mm -hmm. Some will be. Totally humiliated in front of everybody for their thoughts, their deeds, their actions, who they served and worshipped on the old planet. Those days are coming. Some of us get that judgment now. And then we go up there with a clean conscience. Mm -hmm. Many of us. uh, There's this one high, high politician. Everybody's asking why he doesn't do something. They don't understand. He's a mafia boss. And he has bought into and is in debt. All the goods and money he has received. His whole political career. And if he gives way and does what the politicians want. Him and his family will be destroyed. A lot of people don't understand what's going on because they don't study mafia techniques, gangs, who you're beholden to, how you got there, Mm -hmm. and who paid the way for you to get there. And now, as in the Godfather movie, pay up time. You owe us. Mm Mm-hmm. That is going on. You have to look and study. 
You can't just think as a normal politician. Ignorant to spiritual influence and spiritual kingdoms at work. That's right. Sometimes we wonder, why is this person acting the way they are? Has something changed in them? Mm -hmm. Something has arisen, given place. Yep. Some of us kind of go, they don't look the same. What's wrong with them? Sometimes we call them evil. Sometimes we call them demonic. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Then we don't understand why other people are responding the way they are. It's all in who they're serving. All in who is who is giving them the profits, the money, the access they want. Whose God they are serving and what government spiritually they are in and working for. Pastor Deborah spends a lot of time seeking answers to our world problems and people. And why politicians, leaders, legislators, parents do what they do. The homeless problem. I watched a lot of videos yesterday. Sent them off to one of the task members, uh, the committee chair here in Pensacola. They don't understand it. Childhood trauma, parenting, culture, family, religion, even the church that says it's the Christian church. That's religion. It all plays into someone becoming homeless. Lack of education. Yes. Poor health. Yes. Poor families. Yes. Lack of family relationships. Yes. Being run away from an abusive family. Yes. Early childhood trauma. Yes. Throwing drugs, alcohol, throwing the gangs, pimping these people out just for a place to stay. Yes. How do you solve the homeless problem? And people are trying from all different ways. Will they work for some? It will. Others, they need this. The love of God in their life. They need education, training. And their soul needs help. They need some mental health work. And they need some biological help. They need to be healthy. So there is multitude of problems. And multiple solutions. Pastor Deborah is aware of all of them. And in this episode, this part, number 28, we're just going to continue on with our letter. Because I was trying to reach out and still am. To the spirit, the forever person who's in that dirt body that you have. And I'm trying to go to the spirit part that's beyond the soul. But the soul, when you get back in your body, it is the ruler. It's the king. It's the slave owner of the spirit, the taskmaster, the oppressor. It will rule until it dies. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, we can die without the physical body dying. Pastor Deborah had that experience on a cross inside of a young man named Christ Jesus. You go read my story. It's time. And you'll learn how the soul must die 
to itself, all of its concepts. It must give way to truth and light that's there inside of the heart, the mind of agape love. And it must attach itself like this heart to be a part of agape love. So let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all those that you have brought here today to the garden and that you will bring to watch this video in the future and long years after Pastor Deborah's gone to teach and train and love on and help them understand you, your kingdom, your words of spirit and life and themselves. Father, be with us through your Holy Spirit here in the garden. Help us to hear you, to be in your presence where there's fullness of joy, the hearts are mended, and life is ever-flowing. Knowledge and truth are coming to our spirit. And help them then, Father, when they get back in their physical body, give them while they're here, if they desire, a spiritual circumcision out of slavery in the miry pit of the soul, the slave master of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Free these little spirits, Father, from that taskmasters of the physical body. Keep the spirit protected by walls of angels while it's in their dirt body. Help them to grow, learn about you and them and your great agape love. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. I want to introduce you to another love, Teddy, that I used to send out all around the world with this letter. I sent it to witches, to occult stores, to high priests and Satanism. Heavy metal music, musicians. Yeah, that was a hard word to say. I sent it to counts in England, royalty. I sent it to psychics, tarot card readers, mamas, children, witches. And this was another one of them, Teddy. See him carrying the heart? He wants to say, here, I have a gift for you. I bring it all the way from out of space and time, across the divide, through the cross of the heavenly Father. This was another one of our wonderful little stuffed teddy bears. I've got lots of them around the house because when I looked at them, it made me think of you. It made me think of God and love. So I needed visuals myself when I was getting started. To understand you, the a spiritual part of you, that hidden person, the forever person. So let's put Teddy down while I teach. Okay? Bye, Teddy. That, that was me. He's not alive. We had just finished up a wonderful, wonderful scripture. It was John 1, 1 through 14. John, as I said, was an early disciple of Christ Jesus. He wrote his book in the Gospels probably about 40 years after the death of Jesus Christ. So we finished that up in verse number 14. 
Now we're going to pick up in the rest of the letter. It goes, the heavenly father brought forth his agape love. You see the light shining? That is love coming off of him. He brought that forth, his agape love, to Pastor Deborah. And he was changing and teaching and leading and healing Pastor Deborah. Because she was going to do work for him. She was going to bring forth this ministry called Agape Love. Love is here. I didn't know that when I began. It was actually called something else. Can't even remember. Wait. It was called the Good News Outreach Ministries. It was a 501c3 nonprofit. Didn't do so well. Didn't know how to promote it. Really didn't have board of directors meetings. And at one point after a few years, God said, put it down. That's not what I've called you to do. Now, the stories that I wrote, to be on it, we're going through them. But not that form of organization. So Agape Love, Love is Here's Ministries, was birthed. Mm -hmm. I'm the senior pastor, the only pastor. And the board of directors are the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And I sit under them. We sell nothing, take no ties, have no church building. Our church most of the time is in the garden. Here with you. Mm -hmm. In his presence. I'm a teacher, a shepherd, a mother. I was anointed to become a spiritual mother to you. To some of the worst people in the world. To love on them. Help lead them and guide them and grow them up. In a copy love. I was to be attached like this small heart. With God, in God, through God. But it wasn't. My love that was going out. My love had to be changed. It used to be human. And it desired all kinds of human attention and affection. That had to die. That was in my soul. And I had to learn how to love you spiritually. With his love. So agape love. Love is here's ministry. Was brought forth out of the very heart of God. To go spiritually. Behind the enemy's lines. So I watch a lot of movies. Of being a soldier. Behind the enemy lines. I watch a lot of movies. About being special forces operators. In foreign lands. God be love. Love is here ministries. And Pastor Deborah. Was to be a spiritual. Special operations. Stealth ministry. Mm-hmm. Going places where the average religion cannot go. Mm -hmm. I just put up three wonderful Bible movies last night on the YouTube channel. One had to deal with Nineveh and Babylon and Zoroastrian, who was hearing from God, and he would come and speak to Nineveh. About the righteous judge, the mighty star of righteousness. He was looking at the sun, but he was getting it. Compared to the gods of Babylon and Nineveh. Yeah. And I put up another one. And it was called the 
sword and the cross. It was about, it was a little different. It was about Mary of Magdala, who was a prostitute, and how she became one of Christ Jesus' followers. And a Roman soldier who loved her, you could see the questioning about this Messiah. You learn more about the Jewish leaders and their jealousy of this young man. Mm -hmm. Then I put up one more, and it was called the Gaelic King. It was about northern Scotland, two tribes that were fighting. Looked kind of strange at first, but I follow them out. Next thing I know, we're in a village where there's a man with a cross. And he had gotten saved and believed in this Christian God, not the ancient gods of the Druids or the ancestors. He was a Christian. He was preaching the word. They went into the forest to fight a evil demonic power. Only the righteous king could win that war. And it was a young man. And boy, did the fire come out of his eyes and hands against this demonic witch. And at the end of the movie, that young king and his brother were kneeling at a cross. You have to understand God has been working. He's been speaking. He has not been silent. There's been people seeking him, searching for him. Even when the rest of the world was serving other gods. Mm -hmm. So there's always been human love. There's always been love between animals and humans. But most of the time, it's perverted and twisted. So, you know, in human love, you fall in, you fall out. Your parents say they love you and then they abuse you. Your husband says or your wife says, I love you and they leave you. That is not agape love. So I had to learn all about special operations, stealth, Navy SEALs, special forces, spying. I watch a lot of that kind of movies. So I have to be a tough, tough spiritual warrior. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that I was going to go behind the enemy's lines into the spiritual kingdom of darkness, inside of a spirit, inside of a soul, inside a physical human body, inside animals, this whole planet. Into the dark kingdom of Satan and the occult, witches and powers and evil spirits. I had to learn them, and I did. I had to learn how to confront and battle and be a spiritual warrior against Satan and his demons. I had to know what was going on. If I didn't know, I had to ask God, what is happening? Who is behind us? The answer was either him or Satan. I had to learn about spiritual captives and what the power of ignorance was. Spells of confusion. I just saw a wonderful, wonderful example. In that first movie about, it was called The War God of Babylon. This ancient time, 
this high priest came upon a village that had been attacked and everybody was dead. This young girl was there talking to her dead father, but she seemed blind to him being dead. She was acting as a small child. Strange. We would have called it shock, post-traumatic stress disorder, a mental illness because of the trauma. And this man came as a voice of the righteous king, the righteous judge of all the earth. And he looked at her and he realized there was a spirit of madness, confusion, blocking her, blinding her from seeing the reality of her father's death. He waved his hand and said, spirit of confusion, I loose you, something like that, from this child. Be gone. She sort of shook and she realized she was out of that fog. She was out of that mental state. She could clearly see her father was dead. Now the grief came. But before that, she just was acting as a small child, talking to a sleeping father. And that was a spirit of confusion, blindness on her. And he just waved his hand, said a prayer, and it was gone. Even back then, there was men of God at work, assessing the spiritual situation to help people. So I had to learn about spiritual captives. That young girl was one of them at that moment. How to speak and set captives free. Who were their captors? What kind of captivity were they in? I had to learn. I was going to fulfill and pray and petition that the words of Isaiah 61 and 62 of God himself would be fulfilled in your lives. I can't fulfill them. Only him and his agape love can. Isaiah 61 and 62 are my foundational scriptures, as well as Hebrews 4.12, the spiritual circumcision. I was to help bring his agape love to broken and fearful spiritual hearts and souls. So they can spiritually, as you are right now, partake, become a part of, live in his spiritual fruit of his agape love. Where spiritual hope is given. Where God's holy presence abides. His Garden of Eden. At this time in my training, I had not been to the garden. I knew about it, but I would get so angry at you guys that I would have to go to a teepee like Abraham had. And I would cry and yell and scream because I was too angry, mad and hurt to go into the presence of God. I knew I couldn't go there. So I was given a teepee sort of for time out in the realm of the spirit. I did that for many years till I could get control of myself. 
Because you guys are not easy to work with when you get back in your bodies. Your spirits are a mess. They're angry. They serve other gods. They're blind. You try to kill me for loving you. And you get in people. You got in my cats. You go through my husband. I've had people try to kill me in my own home. Oh, I'm trying to help. So I had to learn how to not get angry at you, but love you. And help you to get into this presence where the fruit of agape love is. Where God's holy presence abides. And that's where we are right now in the Garden of Eden. Where God's heart and mind is spiritually made known to you here in the garden through these videos. Where spiritual light, truth shines out freely. See it shining? It's coming out. And yet you're in it. And it's shining out to others. See? Yeah. For all to receive its golden, glorious rays of love and light, truth, and freedom. Where a faithful, holy teacher is given, the spiritual governor of the kingdom of heaven is known, the Holy Spirit. Where spiritual mercy for your forever person is new every morning. He is a forgiving God now. He didn't used to be because he was working with just the flesh and the soul filled with demonic spirits serving other gods. He'd get mad, <sighs> but not anymore. Once the lamb was sacrificed, blood was spilt as an offering to the law of the kingdom of heaven. He forgave us because he put us inside of himself, inside of his Christ. And we were all punished, sacrificed, killed, dead. And then out of the newness, the resurrection of the tomb, we came out of the cocoon of the soul, new birth, new child, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. But a baby, in his agape love, is where his peace flows like a river forever coming up out of his heart. A well of eternal love, always flowing freely. And where joy is everlasting. Mm -hmm. Where the banner, the flag, the standard of agape love, a heart. Flies over the kingdom of heaven for all to see. He wants that banner flying over your spirit, over your soul and your physical body. He wants the love that you feel for others to be his love. He wants you and your spirit to be overflowing with his love. Where nothing is spiritually impossible with the Heavenly Father. There is one lady here in town. She's got a TV show called Created for the Impossible. Don't even know her name. And I'm going, 
Now, wait a minute. That's not true. I was created where there is nothing spiritually impossible for me to believe and do in him. To him, healing is nothing. Bringing people back from the grave is nothing. That is all things are possible through him. There's nothing impossible. So that is a that teaching. It's not right. It'll lead you astray. Mm-hmm. And I think she even went to the same Brownsville revival I did. But something's not right with her. See, Satan will get into you. And he will twist something. Take your story. Mm -hmm. And change it. So you don't believe these words. That there is nothing. Nothing. Impossible for God to do with you. Through you. There's nothing impossible. For him to do. The only problem he runs into. Is our free will. We can decide. No. He'll help us to get there. He won't force us. Like some of these things do. Through attacks and bombs and pressure. He won't bribe us. Mm-mm. Where there are riches and glory beyond your comprehension. Can't even imagine it yet. What lies ahead of you in the eternal life that's to come. Even now. Pastor Deborah would have never have thought I'd be on YouTube. Be at peace, even though the world is at war. Be living this life I'm living. Mm-hmm. Go on the places I go without an airplane or a car. Don't even have to walk there. I am traveling the world here on earth. I think I leave the earth a lot. Because Satan's kingdom, he's in the second heaven. I got to go there a lot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've been taken, I don't know it yet, but I've gone out into the far, far galaxies. Probably been through some black holes. Mm -hmm. Because the earthly that you see in space, all the galaxies, they are just physical representations of the realm of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Lots of places to go in the spirit. The kingdom of heaven is big. Probably bigger than what we see through our telescopes. We're agape love. The kingdom of heaven. That's my true spiritual home. My spiritual identity as a king, a son, an offspring. Of agape love. Of this God. With this heart. That's my identity. Now I have to learn it. I have to understand it. For a while we just a baby. Making messes. And then we become children. Young teens. Young adults. Still not mature yet. Not released into the family's firm. And its business on earth. My real homeland. Is the kingdom of heaven. I'm sort of on a colony. Got sent here. Don't be over the earth. Help it. And make it all look like the culture of heaven. 
Are you doing that? The kingdom of heaven, where agape love is its source, bounding from the throne room, is my homeland. And it is the majestic throne and kingdom that I serve. Mm -hmm. I'm about the king's business. I'm an ambassador, political person, hold political power on behalf of the king. God be loved is where my heavenly father and mother are. Yes, my mother. My mother. Oh, that's a God be loved himself. You see, God is a father and a mother. He is authority, dominion, and righteousness, strength. Then he has another side, the mother's side. It's full of love, joy, and peace, comfort, tenderness. Agape love is mama. Agape love is the royal law of the kingdom, of the family, for all eternity. Love each other. Love one another. Mm-hmm. Love. Agape's way. So Pastor Deborah and the Agape Love, Love is Here's Global Teaching Ministry, was established to spiritually reach deep into the kingdom of darkness. So all those that I sent this letter to and would send the teddy to were told this. A lot of people ask me, well, where's your church building? Right here. My spirit, not my soul, not my physical body. If you take the church, the temple, it had an outer court where everybody could see it, physical body. It had an inner court where you did the sacrifices. That was the soul. And you had the Holy of Holies. God himself resided. That was the spirit. That was the pattern. He was trying to help us to see spiritual things that we couldn't understand as flesh creatures. So he built an earthly one to show us what it was like. It's got to be hard working. And I know it is working with flesh creatures to get them to understand. It's not religion. It's not buildings. It's not ties. It's not fasting food. The spirit does not eat earthly food. There's no way the soul can be in contact with the spirit of God. We're told by that by a young man named Christ Jesus. He told a woman at a well that God is a spirit. And he is looking and searching for a spirit to worship him in spirit and in truth. Didn't say in buildings. Didn't say in temples. Didn't say with your soul or traditions. Said your spirit. Well, your spirit does not eat earthly food. Doesn't watch television. Unless God directs the soul to. Then the spiritual that's in it, like those three movies last night, will come through. Your spirit will get a little bit of spiritual information. God's words, he says, are spirit. Your soul does not care about spirit stuff. That's all foolishness. It's not lust of the flesh, money, sex, greed, pleasure, human love, 
it ain't interested in spiritual stuff. But that's how Satan gets to our spirit. Through our flesh and our desires of property and money and fame and power. I had to learn all of that. Now it's going to go to these kind of people. You. In the kingdom of darkness. I didn't know where it was. I didn't know how to find you. You can't get on an airplane and go into the kingdom of darkness. There's no car I can travel to get to your spirit. I had to learn. And I was to spiritually reach you, precious little ones, who were spiritually hidden, fearful, broken and fractured into pieces in your spiritual hearts and minds. To spiritually move in the spirit with the power of the Holy Spirit and to set spiritual captives free. You were a slave spiritually. And I was to come and rescue you. Where are you? If I just looked at you in Walmart, you look like an average person. I didn't know you'd be a captive. What's that? I had to learn. So God had to put Pastor Deborah on a high, high, fast track of learning, reading, watching, growing. Whew, I didn't think I'd make it some years. Remember, I'm married. I had a child. I had grandparents, nephews, and nieces, and uncles, in-laws. I would be reading on vacation. And the in-laws say, you're reading about war. Are we in a war? I had to learn the difference between the flesh, the demonic, and God. I had to learn to look, see, evaluate, judge with my spiritual eyes. I had to learn about the wonderful power of agape love and its desires in Isaiah 61 and 62. I had to learn that there was nothing impossible for this God of agape love to do for you. I had to believe beyond what I ever thought was possible. And that Heavenly Father helped me so I could be used to reach you. So he could open the Garden of Eden with a shepherd there, Pastor Deborah. He had to remove me from denominations, church membership, traditional ministry. I brought you in my homes, paid money for you to go to school and cars. Was your taxi driver. I had to love you, no matter if you were trying to kill me. I had to believe God to do things that I had read about, maybe in the Bible. Or even now, like there's one story called a game boy. Working without batteries to get children saved. I had to then step into the cross myself. And take your hits, your infections for you. God was at work in me to help you. To bring forth a godly love of him. Of him. Through me for you. And that was how a godly love was working. Teaching. 
Pastor Deborah, was all for you and him to get you two back together. The Heavenly Father, God the Most High, is agape love. And he wants me to end right here today and ask you, would you like to be his and my spiritual child? Would you allow him to give me as your spiritual mother? One you can come to until you get to know him better and you grow. Have you ever noticed in the animal kingdom and human, the little ones are with their mamas until they're old enough to go out on their own. They run to mama for security, safety. Mama's a teacher, a shepherd, watches over us. Mm -hmm. So if you will allow him and I to be in your life, it's done. He will fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. He will give you a Hebrews 4.12. He'll take the sword of the spirit and sever your spirit out of the darkness and captivity of your soul. Mm -hmm. And you'll come forth and you'll still be attached to your physical body, but you'll be freed now. So the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh when you're in your body will not have so much control over you. And you'll start taking back the control of your spirit over your soul. Your soul hopefully will get weaker and weaker, eventually die. And a new soul will arise because it will got new information. It'll be transformed and renewed into the kingdom of heaven thinking by all your studying. Your spirit will release that information to it. Maybe through movies, songs, circumstances. Maybe through games you're playing, relationships you have. He'll use everything that he can to help you and him. To come back and be like that heart. Attached to him, protected by him, drinking from his ever-flowing river, his well of agape love. So if you would like that, just tell God in your heart, yes. Father, you hear their answers to you. You know who's doing it. It's not my business. This is your ministry. You do what you do if they give you permission. And be about your work. Of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in their life. Help them to come into your presence. Desire to be your child. To know you as father. And then as king. And then to grow and grow and grow. In knowledge of you. The kingdom and themselves. And all the evil wickedness that's on the earth. The kingdom of darkness and Satan. Then put them in the family business. When you release them, and they are ready. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you next week on the next part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. Bye. This is Pastor Deborah. See you next week. Bye-bye.